brought you Healthy Energy with Margo. In our show, we explore the various ways we can connect to our energy and shift our perspective to create change in our being and in life. Now, here is your host, Margo Nielsen. Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Magical Monday and Healthy Energy with Margo. Thank you so much for joining me today, whether you are listening live or to the recording. My guest today is Dana J. Smithers, and I'm very excited to have Dana here as my guest. So welcome, Dana. Oh, thank you so much, Margo. I'm delighted to be here. Super excited to talk about sacred gifts. Yay. So I'm going to share a little bit about Dana, and then we'll get started about the sacred gifts. So Dana Smithers of Empowered Women in Business is a certified sacred gifts guide and co-facilitator to train new guides. She's also a certified law of attraction life coach, an emotion code practitioner, and animal Reiki practitioner. She's passionate about helping women discover their passion to create successful, fulfilling lives while serving others in ways that are meaningful to them. Dana knows that most women are on a spiritual path and they want to feel more on purpose in their life. They are interested in providing services that have meaning to them and meet a need in the world. Dana discovered her sacred gifts many years ago when she was in a career career transition mode as a successful entrepreneur but was looking for something more she found that knowing her gifts had a profound influence in how she conducted her business she gained more reverence for sharing her gifts and was happy to know that it was equally important to recognize what sacred gifts she did not have she gave up judgment about other people by understanding what other people's sacred gifts were so I am so excited, um, Dana, the sacred gifts was something I'd heard about quite a number of years ago and was curious and I had a couple clients go, but that's as far as it went. And then meeting you, was it only last Wednesday, a couple Wednesdays ago and just uh-huh. that just seemed to draw me in. So maybe you can start off by sharing a little bit about you and and then we'll get into the sacred gifts. Okay, well, I think that pretty well sums up uh where I'm at in life and kind of what I've gone through as an entrepreneur and uh, yeah, I probably became an entrepreneur in 2004 so I've been on this path for a very long time and at the same time on a spiritual path so looking for growth and answers in my life and looking for ways um, to have a more to have a happier life really Margot right I was in a in situations early on in my life where I wasn't happy, I was broke, I was divorced, um, I played the victim role and all those things and that's sort of when the law of attraction came into my life and then once I got on that journey and was found out you know, how to deliberately use the law of attraction and then I started looking for more things and well, one of my sacred gifts is knowledge so I will always be a lifelong learner so it just sort of led me to the sacred gifts program and the first you know, almost within the first half hour of of, um, actually being in the Sacred Gifts Workshop, it's like, oh, my God, this is what I've been looking for. How cool is that? Don't you love it when things just show up at the right time? Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Exactly. And, and, you know, it's like they say, the teacher will appear when the student is ready, so I'm always ready to learn something new. But timing is very important, too, in people's lives. I think you have to be open to receive what that information is. Always. Always, yeah. And, you know, in our humanhood, I mean, human thing, human factors come into play, and I'll talk about that with regard to sacred gifts as well. Awesome. So why, so we, what, why we don't go one path and we go down another. Oh, I'm excited. So what are <laughs> sacred gifts? <laughs> well, sacred gifts 
our unexplained abilities that we have from birth to death that allow us to do certain things extraordinarily well. So the creator of the program, Monique McDonald, um, created the, the program based on 24 gifts, and we all have three to five of them. And she based the program on the 24 gifts because that's how many were, that were referred to in the Bible, and she decided to use that as a resource, not from a religious standpoint, but from a historical standpoint. So we're going to talk about those, some of those gifts as well, but that's really how the whole thing got started when Monique was looking for more meaning in her life as well. So what's the difference between sacred gifts and strengths or talents? Well, the sacred gifts, I'll, I'll give you a, a broader definition of that, but I'll just start with skills and talents first. So, so skills are, this is actually, I'm going to talk about the 12 characteristics of sacred gifts, but this is kind of point number one. They're not the same as skills. They can be confused with skills, but skills can be learned. Gifts are already there. Your gifts may compel you to seek out a particular skill set that supports your gifts. The gift that you have will often inspire the classes you take or the jobs you choose or the skills you you want to hone or become better in. So, you know, if not, then you may try it and it may not be compelling at all. But you can be very skilled at something that kind of sucks the life out of you if it doesn't inspire you or make you feel on purpose. And I'm going to talk about the feel on purpose formula. So that's a skill, right? We can learn it. I learned, you learned how to do the radio show, right? I've learned how to use um, certain programs on my computer. I've learned how to use my smartphone. So those are skills that can be learned. A talent is something that we are born with. However, we can enjoy our talent, we can use it for ourselves, but unless we actually share it with others and it benefits them, then it doesn't quite qualify or fit in what what Monique has come to call the feel-on-purpose formula. So when we're feeling on purpose and using our sacred gifts, this is when life becomes expansive and joyful. And we feel on purpose in life. We, we've found something that is benefiting others, but it just feels oh so good to do. Like you're doing this radio show. You know, you're out there sharing your gifts. Um, I could probably guess at some of your gifts, but we don't do that in the program. <laughs> Uh, we always say we we might say well you might have this gift but uh, it's really the individual has to go through the process right to really dig a little bit deeper than just looking what's on the surface because what you're doing you might like it you might enjoy it but if you're not super passionate about it um, it's not necessarily a sacred gift so how do you begin discovering your sacred gifts Um, well there's actually uh, signs of a sacred gift, and Monique has created something which she calls the the four characteristics of um, sacred gifts. So in order, if someone was just thinking, gee, I wonder what my gifts are, then they would take a look at what kind of feedback have you had from people? So in this sense of feedback, we look. you want to look for what positive feedback um, have you had from people? Or if you've been doing something, what do you notice about it? You know, how does that feel to you? And do people also comment on it? So that would be one of the signs of figuring out whether or not something is a, is a sacred gift. 
The other thing that you want to look for, and this one is really important, is what are repeated patterns that are showing up in your life? Um, for example, it could be, you know, something like I'll say that uh, one of my sacred gifts is teaching. I know that for a fact because I've I've gone through the 24 and I've got, you know, three to five that have stood out for me over time. And when I look back, um, what I did in, in my life and one of my sacred gifts is teaching. So even as a young child, I... Um, you know, I wanted to always be the teacher, right? I wanted the blackboard. <laughs> I wanted the chalk. Um, you know, I wanted to make sure everybody was listening and that, you know, I had a lesson or something for them to learn. So I don't know where that came from, right? It just was something, again, it's one of these abilities that, that we're born with. So I look at that as a pattern. And as I look at life, I actually did become a teacher uh, in my mid-20s. And then I went on. And the work that I found later to do, I found... When I had the role of teaching, for example, I was training um, a sales rep when I could, writing is a sacred gift as well, so when I could write the course or the manual, um, it really felt good for me and I got really a lot of um, good feedback from that. So the, the sacred gift isn't something that happens once in a lifetime, it's something that's repeated over and over. So, you know, have you noticed something, Margo, in your life that is a repeated pattern that you really enjoy doing? Well, learning would be one thing, definitely, because I'm always liking to learn different things. When you brought up the teaching thing, it reminded me, I think when I was in grade two, I used to get together with this other girl and we had workbooks made up and we did the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> that was just yeah, a kind so of a fun we memory. For- we did a lot of work for this teaching thing that we were playing at. <laughs> yeah. So you look, you know, over your life, you know, where have you done it? Now, it could be, I'm going to talk a little bit about a dormant gift as well. The gift could have been there. But for a lot of human reasons, human factors, it, it's remained dormant. But I'll, I'll talk about that a bit later. So the first sign is look for the feedback, positive feedback people give you. Look for repeated patterns. And then another sign of a sacred gift is where do you feel super energized? So this is when I just say everything's in flow, right? You're just enjoying it. Um, you know, you, you feel so good about it, get excited thinking about it, and you just feel energized. So it, um, it's just something, again, it's, you can't really explain it. It's just you just look forward to doing something where you're using a particular gift. And the fourth side of a sacred gift is something where it's, it's very effective and perhaps extraordinary results happen from it. So you may not even be aware of how effective uh, and extraordinary the results are, but but you might just say, well, that's no big deal. You know, I do this all the time. In fact, I was when I was taking a workshop with Monique, she has a two-day workshop, and uh, one of the gifts that came out after I went through the process over the couple of days was writing. And I remember standing up and saying, well, you know, anybody can write, Monique. And, uh, of <laughs> course, I heard a lot of groans in the for all the people that were there. And, and Monique does not have the sacred gift of writing. And she said, no, Dana, not everybody can write. And so she asked for a show of hands, how many people, you know, feel they have this gift? And maybe there were, you know, five out of 30 or something, right? And so it was just interesting because it's something that we say, well, you know, I, uh, it's just so easy to do, right? So can you think of something that you like to do, Margo, that, you know, time just flies by, that, 
you know, you never even notice that, oh my goodness, it's six o'clock at night or something. Well, for me, I love working with my clients. Okay. Like when I, if I go out to a corporate account and, and the day just goes like that. And so, so what kind, helping what people to feel good. Doing? Pardon me? What kinds of things would you be doing there with your clients? Uh, reflexology. So I was just out at a place on Friday and doing hand reflexology, just little sessions for people. It was a thank you for their customers. And yeah, I felt really good in just sharing the gift of reflexology and just, you know, had great conversations. And before you know it, yeah, my five hours was done. Yeah. And so it's possible, Monique and I always say that it's possible that you may have the gift of healing. Hmm. Right. If I was to look at your website, which I have done, there are an awful lot of, of healing modalities that you have on there. So this could be, is it something that you've done your whole life, Marco? Or? Um, I can't say growing up I did, uh-huh. but yep. it was more once my kids were at a certain age and looking for something to do because I didn't really like a real job. <laughs> I don't fit the <laughs> nine to five kind of thing. Um, okay. Found this and I started with reflexology and then I just keep taking different things as they call to me. Right. So that I can, I like, I like to help people feel good. Right. And so you do that and that's part of the feel on purpose formula. You do that, but you also are feeling good from it, right? You just said it energizes you. You didn't know that the five hours had passed. And also it's, you know, it's meaningful to you because you know that you're helping other people. Exactly. And I, I do I do really feel good doing working with people that way. Mm-hmm. And I mean, look so, at your show as well, right? You're spreading the word about, you know, you're inviting people onto your show that have the same philosophy as you that we're looking at really healing the world, right? Exactly, Dana. Through conversations like this. Well, just helping people, give the people tools. I guess I like lots of tools in my toolbox to... Yep draw upon you know depending on where I'm at what's going on whether it's questions from access consciousness whether it's healing work whether it's being on the radio show and I'm meeting so many fun people and learning so many different things (laughs) it's there's the learning again right it's quite exciting on that way so yeah I I can pretty well bring my energy up at any level when I when I need to or want to right which is most of the time I'm pretty I'm a pretty energized person Right. <laughs> well, well, that's also because you're healthy, right? Well, I aim to be that way, you bet. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to ask you? So we've got four different ways that we kind of characteristics uh-huh. of our sacred gifts. And you said that most people would have about three to five. Yeah, there are 24 sacred gifts that Monique has uh, outlined and um You know, I mean, some people may have fewer, but three to five, there are always going to be some dominant gifts, Um, although I've noticed for myself when I first took this course from Monique, I don't know, I can't decide if it was, let's say say it was 10 years ago. Over that time, I've I've done the workshops again, I've... I've, there's an inventory that you do. There's 120 questions that you answer. I've done that one over and over. And my three or four uh, gifts always seem to remain the same. Um, but more recently, I've had a dormant gift that has popped up, and that's been extremely interesting to me. So I'm going to talk about dormant gifts um, in, in a little bit. But, um, 
yeah, so there, so Monique created um, something, what she calls the feel on purpose formula. And Monique says that, you know, trying to find your life purpose, right? What is it? What is it? You know, what is it? I believe personally that your life purpose changes, but I think that you can use your sacred gifts throughout your life. So if you're, um, you know, feeling on purpose, there's a formula that's kind of a guideline that money created to let you know when you're looking at your sacred gifts, um, you know, is, is, are you really using those gifts or are some of those or are you just doing a job, right, because you do it well? So there's no real passion in it. You just know it. you do it well, it pays bills, that sort of thing. But you don't necessarily really feel on purpose. So maybe when we come back from our break, you can tell us a little bit more about feeling on purpose and the formula. Great. I'd love to do that. Awesome. So come on back and learn what the formula is. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you been neglecting yourself and now is the time to make you a priority in your own life? To be kinder and more in tune with yourself. Maybe there is an area of your life you would like to shift or gain a new perspective. Margo of Healthy Energy would be happy to assist you. To get in touch with Margo to book your healing session or coaching session today, call 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. That's 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Do you wish you had more energy? Would you like to have a more restful sleep? Do you experience discomfort in your joints? Maybe you'd like to release some excess weight. The Health Made Simple and Weight Management Made Simple programs by Secret may just be what you're looking for. To get started today, contact Margot Nielsen at 778-828-8005 or healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Again, to discover what Secret can do for you, call Margot at 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Dana, you are going to share with us what is the feel-on-purpose formula. Right. So this uh, feel-on-purpose formula, Monique created um, after... 
you know, teaching the program, the workshop for a few years, the Discover Your Sacred Gifts program, and she realized that people, it was important to understand the difference between finding your purpose right? What's your life purpose? What's my life purpose? Can be very frustrating. But the feeling on purpose, she created this formula that really allow, allows you to understand what, um, what it feels like to feel on purpose. So the guideline goes like this. So once you know your sacred gift, right, your three to five sacred gifts, the first thing that you want to experience is that the gift needs to be doing something used in a meaningful way to you. So a lot of people can be very good at something. You know, for example, I can go back to a lot of things that I was really good at in business. Um, I, I had the skill, right? I learned it. I learned how to do things in business, and I was really, really good at it. But I got to the point where, okay, I was good at it. I was well paid, but it's kind of what Monique uses this phrase. It, it was starting to suck the life out of me. It's like, oh, my goodness, you know, I don't even want to go into this job anymore because it's not meaningful to me any longer. So something that was once meaningful can change. So you look for the sacred gift and using it in a way that's meaningful. And the, the second thing that you need to look at is that it needs to be of benefit to something other, something or someone other than you. So, again, this is where the difference between a talent may come in. You might be really good at, let's say, something creative, like the sacred gift of craftsmanship. Maybe you're very artistic, you love to paint, or maybe you love to play the piano, but you only do it for yourself. You don't want to get on stage, you don't want to travel the world, you don't want to have an art show. So then it would not meet the criteria of the feel-on-purpose formula because it's only a benefit to you. So it always has to be meaningful and has to be a benefit to something or someone else. And the next criteria is that it has to be delivered through the right vehicle. So by the right vehicle, I would say, um, you know, looking for a way that you can do that. So maybe it's meaningful, it's a benefit, you feel good, joyful, all those things, but maybe you're in a a quote-unquote job where you don't like the people or you don't like the values of the company, but you can still take those sacred gifts and find another vehicle. Maybe you become an entrepreneur. Maybe you join a different company. So the vehicle, and even in your case, Margot, having this radio show, this is a vehicle where you can get your message, you know, really if if perhaps uh, teaching is a sacred gift of yours, right? I don't know that. Only you know that. But if it's meaningful, it's a benefit to others. And this radio show, if it provides the vehicle, then it's leading to you feeling on purpose. And why don't why doesn't everybody uh, feel on purpose in what they're doing? It's because it may not be may not be meaningful work, might not be benefiting others, may be the wrong vehicle, or there are a lot of human factors that can come into things. So you can be, like I said, really competent about something, but life gets in the way, right? Maybe you've got a family, you've got a mortgage, you've got people to take care of, maybe you've got aging parents, you know, all sorts of human things, your personality, maybe you can't seem to find the right place where you fit. So everything that's going on in in the outside scene, so all around the humanhood area, 
that can prevent you from actually feeling on purpose in your life and doing things that really do bring you joy. So does that kind of make sense to you, Marco? That makes total sense. Because you might be going and like you say, something comes up and you kind of get taken off your game in a way. And, And it might be for a little while where you need to be in that space. But yeah, coming back and I think having again the tools to know um, kind of what and where and how to do things or having the people to talk to that think like you do maybe as well. Right. And that could be part of the vehicle as well, right? Um, you know, maybe you need to join a different group because feeling on purpose, I mean, you can use this in your work, but you can also be doing volunteer work, right? Yes. Or you could be somebody that is... Um, you don't have to have the job. You can be a homemaker, right? You can be uh, a caregiver. You can be supporting in other ways. It doesn't mean that. That's why I say we're not really looking at your life purpose here or finding your purpose because it's more really, I believe, as, as Monique does with this program, that it's better to feel on purpose, right? Know that, wow, this is such a good feeling. And, you know, I could flip into a whole, you know, another hour on the law of attraction, right? Because when you feel good, you attract good things in your life. When you're feeling good, right? That's the law of attraction's job is to just match your vibration. So when you feel good, you attract good people, you attract people that support you, you attract people that are like-minded. And those people can actually perhaps even lead you into a better vehicle for you to use your sacred gifts and find the happiness that you're looking for. Love it. Yeah, and I love the law of attraction. It's, it's you know, what you put out there, you get back in that way. So, yep. you know, living more on purpose, feeling more on purpose, I think is is a great way to, I don't know, enhance your life and feel good about you and what you're doing and sharing. Exactly. And something I'll just interject with here is one of the beauties of, Discover, taking the Discover Your Sacred Gifts program is that, okay, so you got three to five gifts that you do have. What about those other gifts? Well, I was kind of rejoicing when I found out that there is this gift called the Sacred Gift of Hospitality. I don't have it. And I was so excited to find that out because I've always been kind of you know, in a gentle way, sort of beating myself up for not hosting more dinners or having more people over or, you know, doing more things where I get people together and looking at other people that seem to do it so effortlessly. And I realized I don't have the gift. I have a sister that has this gift. And so she's the one, in fact, she'll be doing Christmas, right? Um, Anytime, she, she would invite people in off the street because she just has that gift of hospitality. She wants people to feel good, and it doesn't matter. I mean, she is a chef as well, so that helps, but I don't have that gift. So finding out that I didn't have that gift of hospitality or another gift that I don't have is the gift of service. So people that have these gifts, using this gift is absolutely effortless for them. But the beauty is I have other gifts, so I I can step back and say, okay, you know, perhaps I'm in, a, in an event or something and I'm doing the teaching, I'm going to be on stage or something. So I'm going to be looking for people that have the sacred gift of service because they're going to be putting the chairs up. They're going to be making sure I've got everything that I need. Um, they're the ones that are checking in. They're the ones that are coming in. Anybody that walks in, can I help you? How can I help? I don't have that gift. I learned how to do that and I will always help. 
people and ask if I can help, but I learned that um, growing up. That's just what my family did, right? Hmm. You asked if you could help, but in terms of that being a sacred gift, no, it's not. So I look for other people that have, have the sacred gifts I don't have, which is a wonderful thing, and you can stop judging people. When you can stop judging yourself. Absolutely. And then Knowing. judging other people. Yep. Well, because we tend to want to do everything. Yeah. We think we should. <laughs> and we, we like you said. We all people, all things to all people, right? Which is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah, so by knowing your gifts and knowing what ones aren't your gifts, both ways is very helpful. It's a beautiful Yeah, because I don't have to, you know, and for example, when I was doing more business coaching, um, a lot of the entrepreneurial women that I were coaching did not have the sacred gift of writing. So when I'd look at their website and I'd look at the text that they wrote or, you know, they're doing a blog and they're just groaning and moaning and I'd say, you know what? Let's just have a conversation here. I'll take some points. I'll write it for you. Because for me, I could do something in half an hour that they hadn't done in two weeks. Yes, that makes sense. I don't think writing yeah. is my gift. <laughs> yeah. Well, Unless I was and, trying and to write a newsletter yesterday. <laughs> Sorry? I was trying to write a newsletter yesterday. It just wasn't happening. Yeah, and so, you know, that that's why we want to find someone that, that's a good copywriter, right? Somebody that loves writing because they'll do it in, you know, a tenth of the time. And also the energy, Margot, that you spend on doing something that you're not really good at, right? Um, yeah, there's just some things on the computer, hey, I'm not good at. So I don't know coding. I can write text, but I give it to other people to publish, you know, to put it up or wherever it's needed to go because I, that's just not um, a sacred gift that I have or even a skill that I have. It's so very important to, to, to know those things. I know years ago at one of the classes I was at, well, I was learning, um, mm-hmm. he talked about something on a scale of 1 to 10 and where it, where are you at with it. So if you're at a 2 or a 3 and you're trying to bring it up, you're wasting, like you said, the energy of so much oh, trying yeah. to get it there. Whereas if you're more like a 6 or a 7, you could, you know, have your energy it would probably bring it up more easier and then yes, get somebody else. Like you say, when you're doing a class, if you can have that team of people to work with you, then, you know, you're all going to be doing your, you're all giving your gifts and exactly. the synergy of all of that would be quite, quite amazing to and be that's with. That's what makes such a great team. And I often say to people that do multi-level marketing, um, you know, if they're looking for people, let's say they're at a director level or, you know, higher up, Mm-hmm. They need to fill themselves with a team of people that are really good and have the right, you know, skills and sacred gifts that they're looking for. So if it's something that requires people getting together and having parties and that sort of thing, you want to make sure somebody's got the sacred gift of hospitality. Otherwise, they'll avoid doing it, right? Or it won't be fun and they and it will not be enjoyable and they will definitely not sell as much or get as many people signed up as they want because of that negative energy that's going out there. Whereas somebody that loves it, it's awesome, right? You see the people that are that are setting the track records. Yeah, this is just opening my mind to a whole new level of things. <laughs> Good. <laughs> I yeah. like it. And, you know, Go ahead. I, I've seen some people in multi-level marketing that um, are just absolutely phenomenal. I can think of a particular person I used to network with, and she sells... Um, beauty products and she's absolutely amazing she has the gift of hospitality she has the gift of 
um, service. She has the gift of encouragement. So she's just, not only has she done exceptionally well and won all sorts of awards, she's got an amazing team because she knows what to look for. That would be very helpful in business. Absolutely. Now, you mentioned dormant gifts. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah. So a dormant gift, um, you know, I've been teaching or a, a certified sacred gifts guide for, for many, many years, and I've put many hundreds of women, men, well, and some men through this program. Um, there's two different levels that you can do, but when they really go through the, the whole program, many people are finding out, especially someone that's maybe, you know, 40 and a little bit older, 50s, 60s, that sort of thing, that something that they used to love to do, they stop doing. And uh, I'll give an example of myself here with this um, dormant gift of healing. So now I've learned um, emotion code and Reiki, and I actually learned it um, and got interested in it because my husband was going through an illness, and I thought it would be good to know how to do it for myself and also for him. And then what I realized is I really have a passion for animal Reiki. And I thought, huh, no surprise. When I was going through, um, you know, life, I jumped in, I got, I became a teacher. I was an elementary school teacher, traveled a bit, um, took whatever jobs I could. Where If I could get some kind of job where I was doing some training, I did that. But it was kind of what, whatever I could get to pay the bills. And I remember I had a really great career um, in human resources. Everything was going great, but I just wasn't feeling great, right? It, didn't be, it wasn't meaningful to me any longer. It was benefiting other people, but not, I didn't, the meaning was gone for me. It wasn't meaningful. And so I decided that I wanted to become a vet at the age of 40. Wow, good for you. <laughs> and so I looked back, you know, looked at back at my life and how much I, you know, loved dogs. I was around horses and cats and all sorts of things. And, you know, I had my little nurse kit, you know, those plastic little white. I can even see it in my mind. But actually, I, you know, would take the blood pressure and whatever of my dog, right? I never did it with people. So when I was 40, I thought, okay, I'm going to do this. So I'm 70 right now. Wow. So wow. I was 40, and <laughs> I thought I was going to be a vet. So I took all the prerequisites that I needed to do. I went back, took some university prerequisites. I enrolled in sort of the pre the science program before going off to vet school, which I knew was going to be another five to seven years of, of my life. I didn't know how I was going to do it, but I, I knew I could do it. I've always had that kind of faith. So anyway, I went, and within a month, um, I hated it. I wasn't able to do the, I wasn't able to get the grades or understand the physics, the chemistry, the biology was the easy part for me. But I, you know, going in with a, um, a class at university of 200 students, I'd never experienced that before. And, you know, everything flashing across a big screen, it was like, whoa, this is not how I, how I learned, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> I remember sitting on a bench, it was out at University of British Columbia, and, you know, I just kind of sat down, I just had a good cry, and I went, you know what, this is not going to work. So what I did do is I did volunteer at the SPCA, I worked in the um, 
emergency uh, animal hospital there. I did that for a while. I got on a board of a group called Pets and Friends, so I had a visiting cat. So I did all those things, but only on a volunteer basis, and I gave up the idea of ever working with animals in a healing capacity. So that was a dormant gift for me. And I, over the years, I kind of got a little bit interested in Reiki, but I didn't really take any courses or anything. And I've been on a spiritual journey since I was 35, so I'm always reading and looking at information that will expand my consciousness and also help lift the energy on the planet. So this is, you know, maybe in the, about two years ago, I started doing um, Emotion Code. And I, and I do that on people, but then I started doing it on their pets as well. And it's only this year in the summer that I actually learned um, and signed up and have been studying Reiki and doing animal Reiki. So that's a good example of a dormant gift. Very incredible. <laughs> Just it the is, fact that so you I keep learning. That's probably a little bit extreme, but, you know, I know when I've taken people through the program, there's always that aha moment when we ask a question so what could you do if um, you had all the money you needed, all the resources, your health was great? You know, we call it the magic wand question. And it's quite amazing after people have gone through the process of, of um, going through the program before they get to this question. Uh, those aha moments, it's like, you know, I used to really like to do this or I like to do that, but then the human factor gets in the way. And for me, it was paying the bills and thinking, okay, that's, that's, that school stuff really wasn't, wasn't the way for me to go, but look what opened up down the road. Well, and, and good it's not for that you I for recognizing that too, right, and, know, and allowing yourself here. that process. Absolutely, and, you know, for me, when I did go back to my corporate job, I was still looking for things where I could use. Um, I also have the sacred gift of wise counsel, so there's a bit of advice in that and teaching. So I was still training um, sales reps, account reps, and managers. So I was still using some of those sacred gifts, but still I was looking for more. And and that's when I ended up also taking the sacred gift course. It's like, hmm. So that makes sense. It's funny how things find you and you find things. Yes. Well, so we're going to go to a break, right? Dana, okay. and then we'll come back and maybe you can share a little bit about the 12 characteristics okay. of sacred gifts. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Do you wish you had more energy? Would you like to have a more restful sleep? Do you experience discomfort in your joints? Maybe you'd like to release some excess weight. The Health Made Simple and Weight Management Made Simple programs by Secret may just be what you're looking for. To get started today, contact Margot Nielsen at 778-828-8005 or healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Again, to discover what Secret can do for you, call Margot at 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Have you been neglecting yourself and now is the time to make you a priority in your own life? To be kinder and more in tune with yourself. Maybe there is an area of your life you would like to shift or gain a new perspective. 
Margo of Healthy Energy would be happy to assist you. To get in touch with Margo to book your healing session or coaching session today, call 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. That's 778-828-8005 or email healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access all the time. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Energy with Margo. We'd love to connect with you on the program today. Call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to healthyenergy at shaw.ca. Now, back to Healthy Energy with Margo. Here again is Margo Nielsen. Welcome back to Healthy Energy with Margo. So, Dana, you mentioned that there was 12 characteristics of sacred gifts. Maybe you could share a few of those. Okay, yeah, I'd be happy to do that. So, I talked about there being 24. um, You know, everybody has more than one gift, three to five, and they can vary over your lifetime as well. But something that's important about them is that they're not part of your DNA. It's interesting because there have been studies done on identical twins, that you would think would have the exact same gifts, but in fact they don't. So they're formed, they aren't formed in childhood like a personality, but, you know, very young children can exhibit highly developed gifts. And if you look at YouTube, you can look at, you know, children that are, um, you know, uh, music prodigies, right, or, you know, that have an artistic gift. So it's not, they're not part of your DNA, but they are... There are many thoughts about them. They're from a mysterious origin. So some people believe that your soul picked them before you were born in order to meet a particular objective in this life. Other people just believe that they're part of your fate or destiny. And some believe that only some people have them while other people don't have sacred gifts. So um, Monique was actually in India a while ago and she, she was beginning to understand Hindu teachings more and their spiritual uh, gifts are related to what they call their dharma. So Christianity teaches that they're placed in you by God or the Holy Spirit. And, yeah, you may have heard the expression, he or she's got a God-given gift. Um, Catholicism refers to them as gifts of the Holy Spirit. And in Native Indian teaching, the Lakota, for example, refer to their medicine men, healers, and teachers as quote-unquote, having the gift or having the gift from the great spirit. So there's lots of different uh, thoughts about that, but we just know that they're of a mysterious origin and there's no real, nobody really knows um, how we have them, but they do, they are displayed in various ways. And as I mentioned earlier, um, they're always a benefit to other people. And interestingly enough, they may not uh, be a benefit to you personally, 
which is kind of one of the great ironies of, of sacred gifts. Um, you know, somebody could be super good at, um, you know, a particular gift, but they're only activated when they're using that gift for somebody else. So it's just something to be curious about about in yourself. And um, another characteristic of the sacred gifts is, you know, we were talking about this earlier, Margo, is we, don't, we can't be all things to all people, so you don't have, it, have to have it all together. You can aspire to get it all <laughs> together. And to, yeah, and to work on your stuff and, you know, get the help we need to clean up our messes. However, our own personal messes do not need to stop us from using our gifts that can be hugely beneficial to other people, right? I mean, life happens. You and I were talking about that during the break, right? There's always all sorts of things going on that, um, you know, that, that can get in our way, could be part of that humanist. But, you know, getting back to looking at that feel-on-purpose formula as a guide is, is going to bring the meaning back in your life and the benefit and the joy. So something else, another important characteristic is that it's, the sacred gifts are part of your beingness and not your humanness. So your humanness is made up of everything that makes you human. So it could be things like your gender, your appearance, your character, your ego, you know, all the stories you tell yourself. Um, could be your personality, and of course that's a really big one. Um, it might be your conditioning, culture, religious beliefs, you know, any label that you put on yourself. You're a mom, a sister, an entrepreneur, cancer survivor, friend, gay, straight. I mean, the list is endless, right, of, of what you can be in your humanness. And some people might even say that about their personality, well, I'm shy, I'm introverted, or I'm extroverted, or I'm too short, I'm too tall, I don't have a sense of humor, I'm a very funny person. So on and on it goes about humanness. But the beingness part is kind of, you know, what's right inside. It's it's right inside. It's, very, it's the very essence of who you are, right? And this beingness where these gifts are allow you to do extraordinary things and to, you know, provide. Um, every, every sacred gift actually has a healing component to that. But there are actually sacred gifts called um, the, the sacred gift of healing. So that is a little bit different. Uh, another characteristic of of the twelve gifts is is that these gifts really equip us with what we need to what we need to feel on purpose. So it's really important to know your gifts and what your gifts aren't, so that you can you know find the meaning in your life, benefit, feel on purpose, feel more joyful. So another uh, characteristic would be where the gift is active or dormant. So I've said that. You can tell in your life where you're using it or where you're not. Um, And I mentioned that, you know, the gifts can stay dormant because of some kind of fear or you block them or you might not even be aware of them. And yet another reason that a gift might be dormant is that it's not yet had a chance to get expressed either as an opportunity or hasn't shown up and it's just not the right divine timing for something. Right? We talked about that. How would somebody go about learning their sacred gifts? Well, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> you can go to my website, and I have—I uh, actually have some workshops, but also I have an online course. It's a four-week uh, program. We do about an, an hour, 90 minutes in conversation each week, and you go through the process of <clears throat> going through exercises and listening to videos and 
and uh, doing worksheets to really uncover what your sacred gifts are. So it's a really nice process um, that's designed for you at the end to look at, you know, three to five gifts that you, that you may have there. So that's something that I do. Monique McDonald, um, the creator of the program, puts on uh, two-day workshops. So you can find Monique at that program at uh, yoursacredgifts.com and look at what she's got going on with the workshops. Also, she has online programs there as well. So what's the difference between a weekend, um, the weekend Training? versus the four-week program? Yeah, so it's it's absolutely the same content. It's just when you do, when Monique does the uh, two-day workshop, um, it's a live workshop, so there's usually 25 to 40 people in the group. Um, you know, some people work well in a group. They like sharing in a group. They like the energy. Um, you know, there's a more personal element, um, group element to it. So there's the the program content, though, is exactly the same as we as I deliver on the online program. So it's, you know, I do it individually, do private groups. Some people don't like working in a group, but I also do offer groups online. So I might have four to six people in a group. Um, I give you links to the program. That's Monique's program that she has online. And you're going through exactly the same content. So the nice thing about that is I have people as a guide that I've, that have gone through the program all around the world, and I love that. So I have have um, people I've guided through the program in Australia, in the United States, in Europe, uh, in England, in Ireland. So I love that. I just love that this message is getting around. And then people, once they've taken the program, they could also become a guide um, themselves. But you have to go through the program first, you know, to understand what it is all about, and then. There's another 14-week program that people can take that Monique and I do the training for um, to allow them to be a guide and use that, um, the online program out there in the world. Well, and it's awesome that it's online because nowadays so many things are, and that way you are getting it out there in a much bigger way. So I'm excited. I would like to do it myself. And I think you had mentioned, I, I had checked out your website as well, which for people, it is www.empoweredwomeninbusiness.com. And if you do forward sl- or slash sacred gifts, then you will find a little bit more about that from Dana. And you had mentioned your next group program will be in February of 2019. Yes, that'll be one I do online, but I've also got a um, just a one-day workshop uh, where I'm doing combining a program called Your Life Purpose and an introduction to sacred gifts. So it's not the, the full four-week program. It's, uh, it's a one-day program that I will be doing in uh, January, actually January 19th in um, the Fort Langley area. Yeah, I'm very excited cool. about that because it's a nice way to kick off the year. Exactly, because we want to be on purpose, feel on purpose for 2019. I think that's a big, a big um, thing for me anyways, is, you know, I like doing my year review and where do I want to go in the new year and. Right. And And I I also do. You um, showed up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And also, I really love doing vision boards as well. So I have a one day I do that. Uh, I don't do that one online at this time, but I do it in person. And it's just a nice way, you know, looking at, you know, an introduction to your sacred gifts, 
you know, what are some of your fulfillment needs? What makes you feel on purpose? Kind of what makes you tick, right? And mm. I, I think the most important thing in life is to be happy. And if we're not doing things that we love or we don't even understand that, you know, there are sacred gifts and, wow, this is why I love doing this and this is why I hate doing this, right? So I, I just I just love this program. I just think it's it's here to change the world and, you know, Monique has done just a fabulous job of making this available all around the world now. So we're all very excited about it. That's awesome. And thank you so much, Dana, for coming on today and sharing with me about it. I'm excited to learn even more after today. And for people listening, if you want to know more, you go to Dana's website. Maybe you'll be on the next group program. If you're local to the Vancouver area, you can join her one-day programs. And if you'd like to contact me, you can do so at healthyenergyatshaw.ca. Um, Got lots going on involved with Secret. We have some amazing specials. If you still haven't done your Christmas shopping, I'd love you to connect with me. (laughs) I can help you out there. And next week, I'll be joined by Brenda Walding, and our conversation is going to be about nine wholehearted healing essentials. So lots to learn. So, Dana, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your sacred gift of teaching with us. Oh, thank you so much. Margo, I appreciate it. And, um, yeah, happy holidays to everybody. Whatever you celebrate, you know, enjoy and uh, look for for those things in your life that have you feeling on purpose because it's going to raise the energy of the planet, and uh, we definitely need that. (laughs) Exactly. And have yourself a magical week. Do something kind for yourself and something fun. Thank you for listening. Be sure to join your host, Margo Nielsen, for another edition of Healthy Energy with Margo. We're live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. What positive energy can you attract in the coming week? 